Welcome to the Acer Show of Entrepreneurship and Original Development Podcast. Each publication in our journal is a great opportunity to share significant and audacious contributions to a large audience. My guest today is Rayton Deer from Eastern Michigan University. He recently published an article entitled Cultural Diversity and Impetus to Economic Growth Under What Conditions? It has been published in Entrepreneurship and Regional Development, a journal edited by Teller and Francis. Britain, welcome to our podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Can you tell us what is the origin of your paper? Why have you decided to address this particular topic? And what is the question you aim to answer? Absolutely. Um, a key factor that inspired this study was understanding whether cultural diversity within a region contributes to an increase in its entrepreneurial activities. And if so, what external factors those that are regulatory in nature or policy-based can affect this relationship. You see, I have done some research indicating that diversity can be a crucial enabler of entrepreneurship. Specifically, I published a literature review on migrant entrepreneurship that discussed its main determinants at the micro, meso, and macro levels. It also discussed how regional policies and climate, for example, the concentration of ethnic populations within a region and the level of multiculturalism affect the growth of this phenomenon. In another study conducted using individual level data, I found that people who are culturally intelligent and have knowledge of different cultures are more likely to start business ventures than those who have little knowledge of different cultures. So this research we are discussing today, which I am delighted to see published in Entrepreneurship and Regional Development, was a natural extension of my research interests. But more specifically, it addresses an interesting and crucial gap in the literature on cultural diversity's effect on entrepreneurship. Extent studies that have examined the relationship between diversity and entrepreneurship have found both positive and negative results, which limits our knowledge of the nature of this relationship. At the same time, these mixed findings lead us to question whether there are factors that may moderate this relationship. In other words, is it that diversity may positively affect entrepreneurship when some of these external conditions are present or displayed at a high level and vice versa. In addition to the mixed findings, studies examining the effect of diversity have primarily focused on the individual, team, and organizational levels, leaving the question of its effect at the regional level or within intranational regions unattended. In fact, some recent studies have underlined that despite being an integral structural attribute of communities, cultural diversity has received less attention as a conduit of creativity and entrepreneurship. These factors stimulated the two research questions that were addressed in this study. The first is whether cultural diversity affects regional entrepreneurial growth, and the second, whether immigration policy and regulatory framework condition this effect. What are 
the main contributions of your paper? This study makes three notable contributions to regional and developmental entrepreneurship research. First, in conceptualizing the impact of cultural diversity, it integrates insights from creative cognitive psychology and entrepreneurship, offering a novel understanding of the factors enabling regional entrepreneurial opportunities. Second, this paper highlights the role of institutional conditions in regulating the impact of diversity. Specifically, it integrates two distinct research streams, one that underscores the role of diversity in opportunity creation, and the other that emphasizes institutional conditions in shaping a, regional's, a region's entrepreneurial tendencies. To this end, it responds to studies that have argued that to understand the dynamics between diversity and entrepreneurship, there is a strong need to develop the economics of spatial diversity further. The third contribution the study makes is what I consider most important, which is that it responds to recent research calls for a better understanding of diversity's contributions to a society's economic growth. We see in the present day world, and we have also witnessed for the past few decades, the humanitarian crisis in Eastern Europe, in Africa, South America, the Middle East and Asia, which has led to an increase in migrant flow that has directed mainly at countries in Europe, North America and Oceania. Along with the increased migrant flow, these host nations have also witnessed an increase in anti-migrant sentiments. Feelings that have threatened the settlement of migrants, questioning the relevance of cultural diversity in regions and nations. The graveness of this situation is such that it led the United Nations to emphasize that governments must move from words to actions to enable migrant settlement. Now, such an approach would require realizing whether and under what conditions diversity can enable economic benefits. My research takes a step in this direction by empirically examining the impact of cultural diversity on regional entrepreneurship and clarifying the institutional conditions that enable or impede this effect. What was for you the main theoretical or maybe methodological challenge or challenges are in addressing such a question? The challenge was to find a theoretical framework that could help explain how the contextual conditions in cities, regions and nations could predict new venture creation opportunities. One such viewpoint is offered by the knowledge spillover theory of entrepreneurship, which suggests that knowledge spilled within a region is a critical determinant of its innovative potential, business creation potential, and growth. At its core, this theory considers knowledge a vital source of business creation, and the entrepreneur or the founder as a conduit by which the value of knowledge is exploited. Therefore, it integrates the individual entrepreneur's role with the contextual conditions to explain opportunity realization. I leveraged insights from this theory to argue 
that the cultural diversity levels within a region will positively affect its business creation potential. Specifically, exposure to a region's multicultural context will enable individuals to acquire diverse knowledge and skills, adopt a cultural learning mindset, and facilitate creativity and innovation. This viewpoint is consistent with the creative cognitive approach, which dominates much of creativity research. In addition, I theorized that a region's immigration policy would moderate diversity's impact on entrepreneurship. I argued that as cultural diversity increases, an inclusionary immigration policy will more likely stimulate entrepreneurial activity than an exclusionary policy. My theorization was that an inclusionary, non-discriminatory, and supportive environment allows ethnic minorities and migrants to feel integrated and establish social ties within the host society. Such a context can allow a region's population to openly share diverse knowledge and think about issues from diverse angles, identify market gaps, and integrate different ideas and resources, enabling business creation. Culturally diverse regions with anti-migrant sentiments and a lack of tolerance for cultural and ethnic diversity are less likely to offer such a context impeding new venture creation rates. I also theorized that regulatory policy, a vital dimension of any region's institutional architecture, will moderate diversity's impact on entrepreneurship. In this case, I leveraged intergroup dynamics literature to argue that as cultural diversity increases, a more conscientious regulatory policy will result in greater entrepreneurial activity than a less conscientious policy. My argument was that it is essential to remember that although diversity has benefits, for example, creativity, innovation, and opportunity for meaningful interactions, it also levies challenges. In that, it is a double-edged sword as it signifies emotion-based differences between people, which affects how they interact and work with others. Therefore, a region or nation with high cultural diversity may need a consensus regulatory policies to enable new business creation. The hypotheses in this study were tested using multi-year data for the 50 US states. The criteria variable in this case was the self-employment rate data analysis that controlled for regional differences in per capita income, population, sex, sex ratio, etc., supported the hypothesized arguments and suggested that while cultural diversity positively affects entrepreneurship, as reflected by self-employment, the immigration policy and regulatory policy within a region conditioned this effect. During your research journey, what was your biggest surprise or maybe the most counterintuitive result? I found exciting findings from the data. Specifically, while the primary analysis was based on self-employment rates, I performed robustness tests 
using two alternate measures of entrepreneurial activity. The first was the total number of small and mid-sized businesses. The second was the total number of business applications submitted for each US state. So after controlling for the same control variables as in the primary analysis, it was observed that while diversity's effect on these alternate entrepreneurship variables was empirically not significant, immigration policy and regulatory framework still had a significant interactive effect. This was very interesting because it emphasized the importance of context in influencing entrepreneurial activity within a region. For both alternate dependent variables, it was found that an inclusionary immigration policy and a more conscientious regulatory framework will allow regional cultural diversity to stimulate or enable new venturing activity. What are the main implications of your work for entrepreneurs, managers, policymakers, practitioners in general? This study's findings offer crucial implications for theory and migrant policymaking. First, these lend credibility to the contextualized perspective in entrepreneurship, indicating that as the process of starting new ventures is embedded in the context. In other words, if entrepreneurship is the economic powerhouse of a nation, and if we want our societies, regions, and nations to benefit economically or grow from it, then it is imperative that we pay attention to the contextual conditions surrounding it. The social, cultural, legal, and regulatory factors are essential to stimulating the growth of business venturing in any region or nation. In addition, findings from this study suggest that supportive immigration policies at a local or regional level are meaningful for increasing economic productivity. Therefore, regions or nations that encourage cultural diversity should not just prioritize policies welcoming migrants, but also offer them a sense of inclusion and acceptance. Integrating a culturally diverse populace through sensitivity to removing their social, cultural, and financial barriers is likely the key to economic development. Moving on, regulations that promote fairness and ensure that citizens, including minorities, do not become vulnerable to unjust socioeconomic conditions and resource allocations can encourage welfare within a society. Such regulations can attenuate prejudice, intergroup clashes, and conflicts, enabling communication, social capital, and trust. Such implication is consistent with the public interest theory, which suggests that when regulations maintain public order and protect the equitable allocation of resources and opportunities, they can encourage the free flow of knowledge and information, spurring creativity and entrepreneurship. I hope this study's findings are a step toward enabling economic growth and jobs in regions. Thanks a lot, Raiden, for participating to our show and presenting your paper entitled Cultural Diversity and Impetus to Economic Growth Under What Conditions? 
All our podcasts are available on entrepreneurship.ca.com and on the main podcast platforms. Thank you for having me.